0: Hi, I'm Catherine Bresser, and you're listening to Talking About My Evolution. And today, I want to talk about something that Abraham was discussing in one of his uh, workshops. And someone had come up and said they wanted to be a healer. And Abraham had all kinds of wisdom about that, which kind of blew my mind. (laughs) and um, has really made me think so basically if you are going to heal people you need to be in the vortex you need to be in the high vibrational field you need to be in alignment with source and the one of the greatest healers of all time was jesus and he aligned with source in a magnificent way there have been lots of other healers but Jesus is a prime example. Basically, she said what healers are trained to do these days is to step out of the vortex and to go to the sick person and go down to their low vibrational level. And you can't create change. You can't create wellness from this point of view. I'm going to read some of my notes. Uh, Abraham says, Healers, well, so this is all either some paraphrase. Healers often seem to believe that they can carve out a pool of wellness from the universal energy of well-being. The sea, okay. (laughs) I'm screwing up because this, this one was a tough one. Healers often seem to believe that they can carve out a pool of wellness from the sea of unwellness that they see however what actually exists is the universal energy of well-being that everyone already has access to so healers think they can save people because they have a special pool of healing energy of of wellness available to them and that they can create this special pool and and draw people into it Um, but really what's happening is everyone has access to this pool just I mean, everyone has access to source energy. All right, here's, here's another note. Most healers step outside the vortex to meet their clients who are outside the vortex. And thus, they got ill because they're outside the vortex. Instead of remaining inside the vortex where all the healing is possible, the healer leaves it and then can't effectively heal the other person. So here's how some people get ill. Um, what exists is this pool of wellness, and it includes everyone. But some people have practiced deprivation and depriving themselves of things so well that they need a stronger message or wake-up call to realize this fact. They have access to wellness already and always, but the illness that they manifest and create through practicing deprivation is a chance for them to experience and reconnect with this wellness. Okay. The other problem with people who are ill or outside the vortex is that they cannot hear anyone who is inside the vortex. They vibrationally are so mismatched. like They can't hear it, they can't see it, they don't understand it so anyway um all right here's another note most healers wind up being trained by the people outside the vortex rather than training those outside how to come inside the vortex this is so important they get trained into a lower vibration by the sick people rather than teaching the sick people how to raise their vibration to initiate and facilitate healing this is the key to all of this healing stuff and this is something that I was even trying to practice it just a little tiny bit yesterday when I was talking to someone who's more of a low vibration person yesterday and I mean it's hard we have been trained to come down to other people's level lowest common denominator is so real and so It's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to take some practice to develop these new skills. But I want to help people. And so this is a great lesson in how to do this. Okay, so to be a true and effective healer, you have to separate yourself from the discordant beliefs about sickness. You have to know so much more about the sick person's vibrational reality of wellness, like Jesus did, their temporary corporal illness that their corporal illness doesn't even have your attention so to say it a different way you have to be so dialed in to wellness and seeing everyone as well and whole and perfect you know creator beings inside of a body that drawing attention to the sickness like you're not even gonna do that like you don't even acknowledge the sickness in the other person Um, because to do that is to to label it and and make it real and it's not real it's fictional and it can be changed they just need to step into the vortex so uh, as a healer you cannot help anybody when you are out of the vortex People in need will drag you out of the vortex every single time. Many people believe that if you aren't sympathizing with their problems, then you aren't there for them. But you can't be there for their problem and there for their solution at the same time. So, as an empathetic person, I have spent decades sympathizing and empathizing with other people and their problems and expecting other people to do the same thing with me i mean it's not a one-way street i could i mean i was a huge complainer and i know i can still be a complainer and that doesn't nobody any good it, it doesn't it takes you out of wellness and puts you in illness and you can't and it takes you outside the vortex you can't affect change and change your life and manifest desire and align with the universe if you're outside the vortex okay so here's another note a healer must be there for the wellness not the sickness you can't be present for both at the same time they have to know unequivocally that the potential for wellness is greater than the potential for illness despite what any test results doctors or other measures might say or indicate that's very powerful so, what Abraham was talking about here was if you get test results back that say you have uncurable cancer, like the doctors say there's no hope for you, put you on twenty four hour dialysis or <coughs> palliative care or hospice or whatever says there's no hope there's always hope there's always there's always a way back to wellness um it's it's there that that exists for everyone now not everyone will take it not everyone will be able to hear it or see it but it doesn't mean that wellness doesn't exist all right here's another note if I practice holding the vibration of wellness unequivocally and without fail relative to me and everything I see and so I thought this was really important Because I look around my neighborhood and I see trash or I see um, broken things or I see um, miserable people or messed up people. But wellness goes for communities and situations. It's not just people. Like wellness exists everywhere. Like in the ghetto, there's still wellness there's still the potential for wellness and being inside the vortex. So that excited me. Anyway, eventually, if I practice holding this vibration of wellness, and any healer practices this, eventually this vibration will be so powerful within me. See, it's coming up in my throat because this is big, big stuff. Um this vibration will be so powerful within me that if anyone stands before me with their problem or illness, I will have risen so far above it that many of them will say, you're not there for me. You're not listening to me. Um, And my answer must be, whether they can hear it or not, I am there for you. I'm there where your recovery is. I'm there where your value is. I'm there where you, who, who you really are is. I'm there where your strength and vitality are. I practice my thoughts of your resiliency. I practice my thoughts of your well-being. I practice them incessantly. In fact, I've trained myself to never allow myself to focus upon your plight or your illness, even for a second. And Abraham was saying that that person will probably say, well, that's not really helping me much. And then Abraham says, I must say and mean, I don't do it for you. I do it for me. That is the key, that we are creating wellness for ourselves. And by creating wellness for ourselves, we raise the vibration of the whole planet. We expand all the goodness of the planet okay here's another note it's hard to stay in the vortex and heal we want to be compassionate we've been trained to believe that we have to step out of the vortex and to suffer where they suffer we think it's our job to do that but we can't get sick enough to help sick people be well so i mean we can drive ourselves into the ground and it's still not going to help anyone around us and we can't help anyone if we're dead and we can't help anyone if we're in a low vibration so um, our guidance system which is our feelings, our joy our level of joy is dependent upon whether we see someone's sickness or we see someone's wellness so we have to train ourselves to recognize and tune into everyone's wellness then we'll align with the whole of who we are and in this completely connected state, we can become more powerful than the millions of people who aren't connected. This was, this is what the trans, the ascended masters and and all these teachers have figured out. Mother Teresa and Jesus and Buddha and Lao Tzu and Kuan Yin and everybody. I mean, they were completely dialed into wellness and healing and. The abundance and the goodness and they were in the vortex and by staying there and focusing on that and training themselves to only do that be that vibration they were able to help so many other people so abraham is saying um that all this discussion is the mental base stance that must be at the basis of any action we will offer to a sick person. Abraham's saying, of course, we are to help anyone in need, but we aren't to lose our alignment and our connection to source in the process. If we step out of the vortex, we can't heal. We have to stay in the wellness vibration. And then... Um, Abraham discussed why people get sick. Abraham says people rarely get sick from the big things. They get sick from the little stuff and the practicing and practicing of the discordant little things that create a rift inside them between who they really are and who they think they are. Abraham goes on to say that sickness isn't really a big deal. It's an attitude or an attitudinal problem, it's about mood. And that people who say, well, I was born with this genetic disposition, Abraham's saying that there's cellular moods too, that comes out as genetic predisposition, like your cells are energy and they pick up the vibration. And when you, this isn't Abraham talking, this is me, but when you decide to come into your body, like you're making a contract. And so you have dna you come in to this certain set of parents and certain set of familial expectations and um part of your time on earth part of the lessons you learn is is overcoming all these limitations that you take on when you come into this life and um genetic predispositions towards illness i suppose is one of the lessons and contracts you have the chance to overcome and to live in wellness a um, couple more things and then we'll wind this up abraham says when you are depressed all your cells are depressed and they don't function optimally when you are happy and joyful your cells function better so your cells are as depressed or as joyful as you are which i found sort of interesting a uh, interesting way to think about all of this and then abraham goes on to say that our planet has never been sicker even though we have so much medicine now because we fuss and worry about more things now our awareness has expanded so what we do is we push against and create more diversity in our world and that means that we've also created a huge vibrational escrow account and so people who can learn to tune into that high vibrational escrow account and come into the vortex can find intense sweetness in life these days. So, vibrationally speaking, you can't have it both ways. You cannot sympathize with people who are having things go wrong and empathize with their well-being at the same time. We have to make a choice, and it is Always a selfish choice. We will only feel better if we pick the thoughts that feel better, and we will be of more value when we choose thoughts that feel better. It's just that simple. So, to recap what the law of attraction is, you get what you think about, and what you think about is evidenced by the way you are feeling in the moment. If you decide You are going to struggle your way to joy. The joy will never come. You cannot suffer your way to joy, and you cannot joy your way to suffering. Say that again. You cannot suffer your way to joy, and you cannot joy your way to suffering. Those are Abraham's words. So when you selfishly choose the thoughts that feel good to you and give people, things, or events the benefit of the thought to choose things that feel good and to choose those thoughts over and over. It's these day-to-day thoughts that make up the emotions within you that make up the basis of your vibration. So the final summer is your vibration right now equals the sum of your day-to-day thoughts. And your vibration right now is in contrast to the vibration of who you really are. The further apart these two vibrations are, then the less you're able to use your guidance system or your feelings to, and the further you get from the abundant, thriving, good-feeling life that you were born to live. So Abraham says getting into the vortex is as simple as raising your vibrational level thought by thought by thought always reach for a more positive thought in the moment any given moment so this was a longer podcast filled with all kinds of information i may break it into two but this is important stuff um it's it's everything so anyway i'm practicing this stuff i think it's integral to becoming a conduit for change and helping other people. (laughs) It's just that simple. Anyway, if I can do it, you can do it too. So have a lovely day. Take care.